This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, it's David Averin with the Customer Experience Advantage podcast. You know, we're all getting used to being able to communicate face-to-face, so most of us, and there's no shortage of options to talk face-to-face with family or prospects while you're sitting at your desk. But what if you have tech support teams that work out of the office and in the field, or your customer support team can hear customers talk about the problem, but your team can't see it to help them solve it? Well, my guest today is Rama Srinivasan, the co-founder and CEO of Blitz, and they pioneered a remote visual communication tool to allow your support team to respond much more quickly and visually to get issues resolved without needing to send out a technician. It's a cool tech platform that actually improves the customer experience. We'll dig deeper into the technology with Rama Srinivasan. It's David Averin with the Customer Experience Advantage podcast back in 20 seconds. You're listening to the Customer Experience Advantage podcast with David Averin. Featuring candid conversations with some of the most influential leaders in business today. Sit back and listen in, or feel free to watch the video version online. This is the Customer Experience Advantage Podcast, and here's David Averin. Hi, it's David Averin. Thanks and welcome to the show today. You know, as we're getting sort of post-pandemic, and I know these podcasts are a little bit evergreen, so you might be watching at different times, but... We're coming into a different time. One of the things that I talk about when I'm working with audiences around the world, of course, is that the world has changed and your customers and clients or patients or constituents, whatever the, you call who, whom you serve, our expectations have changed. Um, you know, I, I, I talk about that, that prior to COVID, I probably did one out of every five conversations on Zoom. Today, it's 19 out of 20. Uh, when I'm talking to my wife or my kids on, on the road, it's generally on FaceTime because they're out doing whatever they're doing and I'm on my phone and they're on their phone and my kids are kind of spread all over the country as well. But in terms of, of, of tech tools to make and facilitate how we do what we do, there's been this, this wonderful um, explosion of new products and technologies to help us do what we do. So I want to get deeper into what the tech is. I want to talk about how that differentiates from the, the tech that we're sort of familiar with, with Zoom and some of those as well. But quick introduction for those who are watching the video version of this on my website or uh, on my YouTube channel as well. Uh, my my guest today is, is Ramas Srinivasan. He's co-founder and CEO at Blitz. It's a live remote video support and collaboration platform that doesn't require an app download. That's a big deal as well. He's led the company through its initial inception, launch, and subsequent growth to several million video support minutes per month. Major customers include BMW, Sealy, FedEx, Rogers Telecommunication, and more. And before he founded Blitz in 2017, Rama spent several years working as a scientist and educator. His biggest joy comes from helping others solve their problems. He's got a PhD and a master's in chemical engineering from the University of Maryland, College Park, and also uh, has done doctoral research at MIT. Very impressive. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, David. Uh, Appreciate it. And uh, also been a big fan of um, not only your books, but your thought leadership and customer experience. So thank you. Oh, you are 
so nice to say whether that's true or not. Um, and you're very well logoed there with the uh, with the Blitz logo on your T-shirt. I know you're you're based based out in Silicon Valley. Um, I, I want to talk about this tech and and why why it's needed, what it does differently than some of the existing tools, um, which are just basic face-to-face communication, but I know it goes much deeper, but just give me a quick minute and give me uh, a little bit of your background. Um, yeah. You were born in India, weren't you? That is correct. Yeah. A long, long time ago, <laughs> uh, born in India, uh, and but I moved to the States um, for my master's uh, grad school, essentially. Um, got my undergrad in, uh, in an IIT in India, uh, well-known um, engineering institution uh, in India, uh, got my chemical engineering there and moved to the States uh, in 96, I want to say yes, um, 97, yeah, to the States, um, <clears throat> to my master's and worked and PhD and so on and so forth, spent a lot of time in academia. And so, and what was your, what was your intent with the, uh, with, with the degree, with the, the ongoing education, where right. did you have an entrepreneurial mindset was your intention to yes. teach, because I know you've done that as well, um, because it's a pretty tough road to go into some new technology, especially with existing players. What was your intent um, going into school and how did that change during school? Yeah, uh, you know, one of the things that drew me to academia was um, the intellectual freedom that academia gives you, right? Uh, especially once you, you're into research, there's a lot of, um, there's very little money as a yeah, as a grad student or uh, or as a po- even as a postdoc but there's a tremendous amount of freedom to create and um, do do magic uh, in, inside the four walls of a lab and uh, so uh, that was what drew me um, to academia and the love for science and uh, luckily the money part did not bother me being poor did not bother me too much because uh, I also have this fond for backpacking and traveling around the world and uh, that's another thing you learn to live on very little money, um, right. you know, uh, tenting hostels. And so uh, the world becomes your play- playground uh, at a very minimal cost. And I took that same thing uh, into academia. And so that's how it started. That's how it really started. I got into academia. And then even in academia, the, uh, the latitude I had spoiled me to wanting to do something on my own rather than work for somebody else. And that's where entrepreneurship came in. And that's what uh, one thing led to another. The timing was right. And um, it was much later, actually. It was only in 2017 that I started Blitz after failing at an idea that I tried to do in um, in, in a university setting as well. That was, also, that was my first uh, attempt at entrepreneurship within the university. But then I tried again in 2017 thanks to a, a great co-founder who's still with, uh, you know, uh, Kira Patel, who's with me. Um, and just so it's, it's all about finding the right person to endure the journey. Sure. So, so talk to me about the problem, right? Of course, the, the best solution, there's no shortage of solutions looking for problems. I, I saw a commercial a few months ago, there was something called um, fit vegetable spray. You're supposed to spray this on your vegetables to get them clean because apparently water wasn't doing. And I looked at that. I looked at my wife and I'm like, well, there is a solution looking for a problem. Um, <laughs> I'm not, and, I'm, and I'm not buying it literally figuratively. Um, what was the need that you saw? There's clearly been existing video platforms for some time, even prior right. to, to, to right. COVID, of course, we were able to do right. this. What did you see was the problem? And what was your aha moment in terms of a unique uh, solution to solving that? And how does that differentiate? Right. So um, there were 
two problems. One was uh, the lack of visual empathy in customer support. And the second problem was the, even if a, if a customer support team, say a contact center of a telco uh, that you uh, get internet from, for example, you call them up at a 1-800 number, even if they understood the power of video and visual empathy to look at your box, there was a technology problem of how would they get that done seamlessly without an app download? Those were the two problems. And um, well, take us we, back to the first problem. Yeah. Define yeah, this one. Yeah. Clearly, especially yeah. if you're in a position where you've had to look for seed funding, right? You've said this a hundred times. So when you have terms of art, like that visual empathy, define it for our audience. Sure, sure. So um, <clears throat> when... When uh, when you're calling about an equipment like a router, you know, or any any piece of equipment that that is pretty expensive, and it's not about you know just dumping it into 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 a and, and getting a replacement very easily, right? You're looking for customer support, and if you think about it, even today, 99% of those calls, even though they're done from a smartphone which is capable of video, you're calling a one eight hundred number, and the whole transaction is taken place over audio they're going to say yeah, okay almost always yeah all, yeah ex exactly so they're, they're going to try and imagine what you're looking at try and guide you to pressing buttons and tightening cables things like that and but that's not visual empathy it's audio empathy you're trying to understand what the customer is going through as an agent but there's no empathy really visually right so that's what but, we so, mean but, by let, me, but let me clarify because normally when we think about empathy it's about putting yourself in the other person's shoes and feeling what they're feeling. You're talking Correct. about like literally seeing what they're seeing exactly. so, that, they, so that you can actually solve the problem. Because if I get one more person to ask me if I've plugged in the cable box first, uh, I, I swear I'm going to slash, slash my exactly. wrist, right? It's exactly. Like, yes, I have it plugged in, even though I'm sure there, there are others who don't. But right. you're on right. hold for, for an hour and the first 15 minutes are things that you've already tried. Exactly. Tell me what that visual empathy, how that, that gets to the root of the problem faster. Right. So they, they're going to skip all those questions. It's pretty obvious. They're going to see, so that when the back camera turns on, right? So the way it works, right, okay. is the agent, because of blitz, sends, say, say you call, David, you you know, you call the contact center and sure. I'm the agent. I would send you a link immediately back to your smartphone using technology we have at Blitz. You would look at it click on it without an app download your back camera turns on and 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 of course right. the agent will prep you that hey the back camera is going to turn on just point it at the equipment we just want to look at the equipment and i and the agent will say now since i can look at it i think we'll be able to get this sorted out pretty quickly without having a tech dispatch to your home so once the camera comes on he can use augmented reality tools where you augment the reality with by drawing on the screen uh, and he can point to specific things like, hey, press that button. So you're skipping through a lot of initial wow. questions. You're directly going to the problem, right? Right. And of course, it, it answers the other question. I don't mean to skip ahead. Um, yeah. That people have in their mind is like, why can't you just do Zoom or FaceTime? So tell me about some of the, 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 uh, the, the technology and the capabilities right. that this yes. has beyond simple face-to-face -face communication. Exactly. So now if the contact center agent say, um, it, the, the way um, most video calls work um, is through an app. If you think about Zoom, sure. FaceTime is actually an app on the iOS platform, right? So, so first of all, when the agent calls, 
he's going to he's going to be on a computer even if he had a zoom license let's say the whole company has a zoom license anybody inside the company would have access to zoom but when he asks a customer hey you're on your smartphone you call me on my, on your smartphone do you have zoom or or webex or teams on your smartphone the chances are very low that they have one of them right and then right. if and, and then the next question is going to be okay can you download, go to the app store and download Zoom? It's not going to cost you anything. You can still download a free version. It's, you're but then adding you're complexity. getting them frustrated. Yeah, you're adding complexity to the interaction. And the whole exactly. idea is simplicity. Exactly. So instead of that, it's just a link sent to that caller, to the customer with, SMS, with an SMS. They click on the link and the whole video calling capability comes on the browser. It just opens up the browser, nothing to download. And you were connected. In fact, there was a customer, a large telco, who was spending 15 frustrating minutes to get a, uh, a, their customers to download an app like Zoom Teams or WebEx. And they switched to Blitz because it took them eight seconds to start a video call and get, get it done with. And that was right. transformational for them. Absolutely. Right? Well, and we know with, with, with CX, with customer experience, part of it is how are we? We're seeing organizations working to shave um, even on the UX side, shave tenths of seconds off interactions. How exactly. fast can we get it? And and I would assume that many of these cases, if they're calling tech support, um, and that's one side, we're going to talk about some of the, the remote things as well, is they're already at a level of frustration. Yes. And the last thing we want to do, and there's a reason why they're calling, because they're frustrated by something. And the last thing we want right. to do is exacerbate that by right. creating a whole new level of, of complexity, and especially exactly. with seniors and others who are less familiar with technology. Right. Right, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and even with an app-free uh, um, technology, right? I mean, initially when we started out, we actually focused on uh, the population that was more open to these kinds of technologies. And then they realized how simple it was. And then they started, like the telco firm that we were, worked with uh, initially, they said, okay, well, let's take it even to a, let's make it, like they were training their agents to decide which customer to use this technology on initially. And then they realized it was so easy that even they would they would dare to use it even on seniors who were not technology savvy. Right. All they had to do was click a link, and they were blown away how and how simple it was. So, so, so you, said there were, there were, you said there were two aspects. So one of them was the right. visual empathy, and tell me about the second one again. Yeah. So the second aspect is that is that is what you brought up, right? The 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 necessity for doing it painlessly, right? Everybody's used to Zoom, Team, and WebEx. We came up with our technology where it was app free. So those were the two pain points that we solved. Even so the, my, my point is that even if a company realized the power of video, they did not, even today, they don't know that you can actually do, a lot of companies don't know that you can do a video call without an app download. The top of the mind is they're going to try and get their IT department to have Zoom licenses or WebEx or Teams licenses or one of the other app licenses. And they're going to try and get their customer to download that app during the call right. and then fail miserably. And then the real, then, then, then their pain point is, okay, video did not work because I can't get them to download an app. Right. Right. Well, isn't isn't and, it interesting also that some organizations, things like Microsoft Teams, I mean, the, the, the platforms were created to keep others out. Right. Right. I mean, it's right. meant to be an internal network and they exactly. were inviting other people in and they're they're not expecting to have problems. You know, I did over COVID. I mean, most of what I do is I travel pretty extensively. I'm actually heading right. overseas tomorrow. But over COVID, I did 87 virtual presentations. 
on a webcam in my basement. Now I had a whole studio, it wouldn't look like my basement. But over that time, I, I counted it up. I did 16 different platforms. Right. And the level of frustration or somebody else on the call that couldn't get in because yeah. they were trying to download something and getting it to talk. Right. Um, I, I think there's this interesting dichotomy. And I would love your thoughts on this. Over COVID, I think we, we became much more familiar with the face-to-face um, -face and being able to do things remotely um, and right. virtually. But at right. the same time, there was a level of complexity because there were so many different platforms that there was a level of frustration. Um, as opposed to you being just another one of those, is that differentiator um, being able to do it through a simple link? And you're not asking people to download software because it was so frustrating for me um, and other people right. on the call. It's like I, the, the question in the mind of my, my viewers and listeners is, my God, why do we need another one? And I think you've right. addressed it, but give me your comments on that. Yeah, you know, I want to be, uh, I want to differentiate between your use case, which is a lot of face-to-face -face meetings, right. um, you know, and you're probably on a computer, not on a phone for those meetings because sure. the real estate like is right too now. small. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I want to, I wanna, uh, you know, it, the expectation is not to uh, compete with those platforms like Zoom, WebEx, and Teams. They're, they're, they're really good for face-to-face -face internal meetings which is, which is, you know, which is even then you, you'd seen the problems there. Right. But we're, where we're dabbling is we're, when a customer calls, they typically call on a smartphone and they're not going to have those apps on the smartphone. Especially, even if they had them by chance, it's not going to be updated. They have to go to the app store, update it. And so they're already calling, like you said, very frustrated. So it's that. And it's also, we don't also not, we don't, we can do face-to-face, -face, but we're focused on, looking at equipments, processes, damage. So it's all about eyes on a problem situation or a facility, right? So I, it's I a love little that. Bit well, that market. But that's the differentiation is it's less about face-to-face -face and it's more eyes on the problem. Exactly. I mean, there's your value exactly. proposition right there exactly. as, as you try to simplify the pitch yes. to organizations as well. Yes. That we have ways of doing face-to-face, -face, but eyes on the yes. problem is exactly. huge as we spend time trying to describe what that issue is. Yes. That's fascinating. Well, well, tell me also, so that there's on the, on the customer service side, right? There's an opportunity right. to be able to help them address the problem, identify the problem faster, right? Address right. the problem and solve the problem faster. That's right. huge on both sides right. of the equation, right? For the right. organization and for the, the customer client, whatever you want to call them. Right. Talk about the other side of your business, which is helping people who are traditionally working or dispatched remotely um, right. And they're not always solving problems. Sometimes they're just doing an install or something install. else. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, we did that when yeah. we, so, had a, we had a home inspection during COVID. And during that time, they just had me walk around with my phone and look at things. Yes. Um, talk yes. about talk about people in the field. Um, Absolutely. Don't necessarily Absolutely. have to be in the field. Right. And we do that, right? A lot of, lot of uh, city inspectors use Blitz today. And county inspectors do a water heater inspection, uh, smoke alarm inspection, all these kinds of things, right? And um, and so yes, there's a huge opportunity where seeing the it, it, where instead of driving out there in traffic, sitting in traffic, getting out to a place for a lot of use cases to have to do to do exactly what they did in person but remotely. Um, and so uh, and not only that, not only for inspections and audits. But also for installs, like you said, even if you 
if a, if a technician went on site, there's also because of the shortage of labor, sure. uh, you know, shortage of subject matter experts, they're getting on the job training. Now, instead of previously, they would send two technicians, a senior technician and a junior technician. Again, there, you could have a centralized subject matter expert sitting somewhere in, 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 in one part of the country, but helping junior technicians getting unstuck and problems on site as well. So it's not just about, you know, doing it remotely, but in case you had to go there and you got stuck, you could get help through this technology as well. Right. And so it doesn't necessarily take the place, yeah. right? Because yeah. you might actually have to send somebody, but you don't know. You can triage it. Uh, exactly. Visually. You got it. You got it. I mean, uh, you know, exactly. That's uh, that's absolutely right. The first call is usually a triage call, where, which saves a truck roll. And then it might even um, be decided on that call that this could be done completely remotely. They don't even have to go and send somebody in. And even if they send somebody in, the person now going in is armed with great tribal knowledge from experts around the world, in fact, to help him if he got unstuck, to, to help him if he got stuck. Right. Right. And, and, so and you can't and you can access talent around the world. Here's the thing, because right. it, it's got to be win win. Right. We're seeing a lot right. of things from organizations where um, it works really well for them, but they're right. also transferring it to their customers or it works right. really well to do self-checkout, but not everybody wants to do self-checkout. Here's what I love about this. And as I have, have grown and we're new empty nesters, my wife and I, I mean, I've been, I've been in business for a lot of years. My biggest challenge, especially because um, I travel pretty extensively, is it's not even just somebody coming to my home or my office. It's finding the freaking window <laughs> that aligns yeah. with what I can do and what they can do, because it is, right. it's dependent right. on a truck roll, isn't it? Yeah. And so maybe they'll say, yeah, we've got time available on Thursday yeah. or Monday. And I said, I'm in Ireland on yeah. Thursday, Monday, but I've got time this afternoon. Well, we can't, right? That right. You can exactly. Access a world of talent and yep. potentially, right. It might ultimately need a truck roll, but, but right. in most cases it won't. That's what yeah. I love most from cases. an experience from a customer's perspective. I'm not worried about the window. Right, which, right, which exactly. Tells, so convenient. Yeah, Very convenient. well, and yeah. a lot of people also who who work in offices of having to take that day off off of work, hoping yeah. somebody can, if they show up. Yeah, so. if they show up. Yep, exactly. I mean, that's that uh, you said it. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. So, well, I know. It's, well, well, and because I'm I'm looking at it from that perspective is is where's where's the real differentiation? Tell me a little bit about about the technology. One of the things that you had said is not only can somebody, as they open up the back of the camera and you make sure everybody's got their pants on, because um, that's about to happen, right? When they click it. But tell me what they can do. You talk about circling in, can they zoom? Yeah. Can yeah. they point? Tell me the different things. You yeah, can do absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and these very depending on use case, we have different features turned on for different kinds of work that needs to be done. Sure. But yes, you can, uh, you can, point at specific things. All participants can point. So collaboratively pointing, hey, is it, what about this? What about this? And so they can point, they can zoom in remotely. Again, with customer experience, we make it as easy for the customer to just hold a phone. They shouldn't have to figure out, hey, what features do I need to use? We just, all they have to do is use the phone, hold the phone steady and the agent can point. The agent can take photographs remotely using the camera of the customer's phone. 
Um, you can record parts of that interaction, just like audio calls are recorded. You can record calls with the customer's permission when they sign a privacy policy. This is where legal gets in and you know sure. clears all that, makes everything is good. Uh, so you can record parts of the call for training purposes, for proof of work done. You can add other participants on the fly. So imagine there's another uh, a contact center agent looking at something and the contact center also knows Hey, there's actually a technician who's dispatched to the next uh, next town. I can patch him in again oh, without cool. an app download, and they can I can look at that problem with the technician and the technician say, "Oh, just flip that switch, hold it down for three seconds, you're good to go." That's huge, as opposed to scheduling another call, right? right. So you add people on the fly. Um, you can take notes. You can again, you can pull in to, with past data. This is where the AI piece comes in. Right. With past right. data, the last time the same problem happened was six months ago with another technician or another contact center agent. What did that person do to resolve the problem? If this contact center agent knew that and had access to that data with the recommendation engine, that would be so powerful. And that's where the AI piece is with past data. Wow. Um, yeah. And this and and is that that data? That, that big data, um, how many times have we experienced the same problem? Who has access to that? The person that you're, that, that's, that you're having the call with, <clears throat> is it available to the, uh, the person no, on the other end? How does that come up? Yes. So usually <clears throat> it's uh, the, the, the data set is with um, the contact center or the field okay. service team, right? They're the ones who maintain, who, who've got uh, their CRMs or your field service management systems maintaining notes and so we'd have to tap into those notes and build the data set for the and train the AI engine to suggest recommendations for a new problem based on past resolution steps. Right. So uh, along that line, because it sort of makes me think about like, where could this go? Is yeah. that ultimately if there's something that because every um, technical support customer service person will not have encountered every problem, right? Yes. They may not be technically trained, but there is sort of here's the standard. Right. Does this ultimately lead to the company creating a, a series of short training videos based on a particular problem, right? Because nowadays we go to, we go to YouTube and we can watch exactly how to install this seat cover in my Jeep, right? Right. Like take right. you step by step through that because yes, it's exactly yeah. that kind of thing. Does this drive an opportunity to create short training videos, not necessarily for the yes. customer support person, but for the end users having the problem? Absolutely. And, you know, there's, you can take it at different levels of sophistication. One is, you know, having a training video on demand that pulls up, hey, give this to your customer and they'll be good to go. But and then, then walk them through step by step. Step by step. But right. you can even take it up a notch, right? You can even take it up a, you can even say, imagine, I mean, when you search on um, uh, YouTube, I mean, you don't know which part of the video to go to, right? But imagine it. If you could say go to go to the forty second second uh, of this video, and that's where your solution is. You can get to that level of sophistication if you have the data sets for it, right? So you can get very specific. You can save a lot of time because the solution is not just having a big data set that you have to spend hours combing through. The right. solution is to have this to quickly pinpoint what you need very right. quickly and search right. is it's about expertly. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so talk to me about what problems organizations are facing 
that would help them self-identify saying, I need something like this. Because, you right. know, I speak on customer experience. I was in, right before the pandemic, I was in Bogota, Colombia, speaking right. at a big customer experience conference. And they define CX differently. For them, customer experience just means call centers, right? And of course, there's a danger in saying, how fast can we get them off the phone to get onto the next thing? And so even their trade show was just headsets and cubicles or things like that. Right. So for companies who have call centers or okay. technicians who they they do a truck dispatch out in the field, yep. what would you say from a sales perspective, if yep. you're experiencing A, B, and C, right. we need to talk. Right. Define yeah. what that A, B, and C is for me. Yes. The first one would be a tremendous amount of truck rolls, unnecessary truck rolls right? Repeat truck rolls. Sometimes you'll see not just one truck outside an apartment building for a telco problem. Right. You might see three of those same trucks calling one after the other. <laughs> so three trucks, that's, you know, typically a truck roll is between a hundred to $200, you know, and three trucks with subject matter experts driving to the same place. That's crazy expensive, right? Right. So and who else so is being delayed because trucks are not available? Right, right. What frustration so, is, is escalating because of that? Ex exactly. So truck rolls is a big one that a lot right. of our customers come to. Hey, I want to reduce because, you know, the contact center might be saying, oh, I'm just going to dispatch another technician. I'm just going to pass the buck on really quick. It's a small problem. I don't care. I get my average right. handle time down. And so I'm done in three seconds. But guess what? A truck is going out to fix a problem that I could have fixed if I had seen it on, 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 um, uh, on video, right? right. So, so they, have, they usually come together and say, oh, wait a minute. You, we're we're so, we're sending so many trucks, but a lot of these could have been avoided, <laughs> right? So so that's uh, so one thing is uh, definitely truck rolls, and and there are different forms. Like I said, repeated repeat truck rolls. They call they go go in, they come back, go back in again because the first time they didn't fix it right, right? Um, so they take the wrong parts, for right. example. Well, like and that. at that point, the customer is also at risk. Oh my God! Saying, yeah. This is enough yeah. of this crap. I, and that's I, I, that's I, my I, second thing. Yeah, there's CSAT scores or the NPS scores stop starts going. They're known for really bad customer experience. Repeating right. myself all over again on a contact center, right? You how many times we've done that, right? And then call it, and then they come in. They call. They say they don't have the right path. They go out, and you're like, I'm I, I can't deal with this vendor anymore. Right? How, how, so, how about re, how about retention numbers? Um, yes. Are, are they yes. are they looking at those metrics? How, who are we losing? And why right. are we sure. why are we losing those? Because that's yes. that's quantifiable. That yes, makes it easier absolutely. to justify yeah. bringing it in. Absolutely, churn and retention is one of those, and that's why it's kind of connected to their CSAT and NPS scores. Usually, you should be able to correlate your churn um, or sure. poor retention with your dropping CSAT and NPS scores, right? So, uh, so that's a big one. Um, and then the other thing is labor shortage is another one where Huge. they don't have enough uh, enough techs. Uh, a lot of attrition, a lot of turnover in the contact center, in the field tech department. So they're realizing, oh, my God, we're losing. Everybody's retiring or this job does. Is, there's just so much turnover. So we need to make it more efficient. Right. One right. guy centralized without having to go everywhere. So that's another thing. So this is these are four items that I mentioned. Right. Truck yeah. rolls. Well, and, uh, yeah. well, and I think one of the bigger drivers also we're seeing today is is wait times, is people are prioritizing speed, not just speed of answers and speed right. of somebody picking up the phone. But if oh. somebody says, we can absolutely do it, but we can't get somebody out there till next week, right? right. And we're like, right. we're, we got people sitting on their thumbs right now because yeah. we're down and we're experiencing yeah. downtime. 
there, there almost is no investment that isn't worth it to eliminate that kind of a thing and to be able to do that. Yeah. Let me ask you yeah. one last question in the, in the sure. limited time that we've got left. Sure. Um, I'm really curious about this is that entrepreneurs that we talk to sometimes, they've got a really clear vision, a lot of excitement, right? We've, we think we've created the cure for cancer that tastes okay. like chocolate, right? And we roll out this new product. What was your biggest learning um, not in terms of funding or things like that, but in terms of maybe features that it did not include as you went and rolled out over the last four, four years or so at year one or year two or realize we've added like 10 new features that I hadn't really thought about, but our marketplace spoke very loudly to us. What, what might some of those enhancements over your initial vision, what might those have been? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good one. Uh, you know, uh, we've, you know, we've started with, we're always big fans of simplicity, right? So right. we've always gone in with uh, very, very, the bare minimum, which made an impact. That's why the app-free approach, just have the camera, you know, and turn off most things and start with something very basic that the agent and the customer can use on a consistent basis, right? And then, um, so I, I, at this point- um, I mean, what have I, you heard from say, your customers that said, I love this, can you right. also make it do blank? Right, right. And uh, they would ask for, um, like global companies would ask for translation. Hey, I love this when I add a Japanese Very client. Cool. Yeah, I want what I say to be translated in Japanese so that they can understand not only translated, but also uh, they hear it in Japanese. So, <laughs> you know, so, so they're, it's a coming together of a lot of smart minds but each, like the UN General Assembly, where everybody hears it in the language they, they're good at, right? So that's something very cool that they've asked for. Um, and uh, we're working on that right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would have, I assume that there's new things like that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Rama Srinivasan, I want to get the name yeah. right. If people want to learn more about Blitz, how do they, how do they contact you? Yeah, so our website is uh, B-L-I-T-Z-Z, that's two Z's, dot C-O. And um, there, there are, so we've got enough information on our website and you should be able to just contact us through through the website primarily. Yeah, Awesome. I, I think this is, this is so needed. Um, part of me and I geek out on all this, this stuff all the time. Nobody's buying technology for the sake of technology, but if it really solves uh, a problem, and what I love about this is, is it might be uh, sort of a problem they didn't realize they had because there was not an alternative or a solution. You can't have everybody finding different, every customer servicing, what do you have on your phone? Let's try and see if we can connect. Okay. That causes additional time as well. Right. And so uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, I think we, sh we should stay in, in touch. Um, stick around on the other side. Um, and we'll say bye. So hang tight for a second. Uh, I'll remind everybody you can pick up a copy of my new book. In addition to the ones that are strategically located here next to my head, if you're watching the video version, the new book is The Morning Huddle, Powerful Customer Experience Conversations to Wake You Up and Shake You Up and Win More Business. In fact, all of my books are available on Amazon, some of them in multiple languages, uh, like yours as well as you were talking. Um, uh, be sure to click to like this podcast, subscribe, and you will get a notification of new episodes. Leave your comments below. Click the little bell icon to receive notifications as they come through. You can learn more about my keynote speaking and my consulting at davidaverin.com. Matter of fact, I got a brand new preview video that shows me speaking around the world. Check that out at davidaverin.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Customer Experience Advantage podcast. Remember to leave a comment. Big thanks to my guest, Rama Srinivasan. 
and uh, be good. Thanks. This has been the Customer Experience Advantage Podcast with David Averin. Feel free to leave a comment and be sure to hit the thumbs up button. You can listen to past episodes and be notified of future ones by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. David's popular marketing and customer experience books are available in print as well as Kindle and audiobook and published in multiple languages around the world. You can stay connected and learn more at davidaverin.com. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.